Manimal here. It's Monday, July 24th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, we've got Hall of Fame Sunday talk. We're going to talk about the Rangers news and notes. We've got the box scores from the weekend, and we're going to preview Monday with the Astros. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. And welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. And we want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier. And you can find me on social media at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. And you can also find Texas Rangers with the boys on social media at TX Rangers WTV. You can also check us out on our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. Joining me, the 300-pound animal, a.k.a. Bull. I thought I would might have something clever to say, but I didn't. So I just went with the old generic basic. I could have even mentioned something about that that amazing beard, but I just did. So how you doing, buddy? And where can they find you on the socials? Well, I'm doing good. It's, uh, it's Houston week. So the Rangers are heading to Houston, probably already there since, you know, it's Monday. Mm. But, uh, um, you know, so cautiously excited, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, know I know it's going to be a dogfight, so, you know, looking forward to that. And uh, it's, honestly, seven can't get here fast enough. Yeah, 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 pretty pumped. Uh, yeah, no, excited, excited. I'm looking forward to it. and. Uh, John Gray on the Hill tonight, but we'll talk about that later. Before we do that, real quick, before we get the show started officially, mm. maybe we'll even surprise some people and be already started when they normally just like pan in, you know, mm-hmm. where they normally cut in. They're like, oh, normally it's like 158 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so Manimal Bull at Twitter, Manimal 300 mm-hmm. Instagram, and then Bull Pro on both Facebook and TikTok. And uh, I've been trying to do those more frequently. I know I didn't do one Saturday because I was traveling all day and uh, working. And uh, I didn't get a chance to. But anyways, uh, let's get the show started and talk about Ranger baseball. Yeah, let's do it. Um, Before we get into Ranger stuff, uh, the big thing around the league right now, the Hall of Fame uh, announcements or inductions. Well, they had the inductions, yeah, the Go ahead. No, no, I'm just, I'm just going to bring up Scott Rowland and Fred McGriff. Yeah, um, I would say two guys that were definitely worthy in their career mm, of being yeah. Hall of Famers. And uh, I think Fred McGriff, uh, the fact that it was, it's taken so long for him to get into the Hall of Fame is, is sad because when you look at his numbers, he had, what, 493 home runs. 493 mm-hmm. home runs and like 500 home runs is like an automatic, right? Like, or it used to be mm-hmm. an automatic, or if you were a good player like McGriff and you had 500 home runs, it's definitely automatic, never tied to anything or anything like that. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for him to be seven home runs short uh, and the, the baseball writers not think that Fred McGriff was a hall of famer. I mean, he played the 94 season. So you're telling me between the time that the, the, they struck in the end of the season. McGriff couldn't hit seven home runs. In 1994, Fred McGriff, Tom Amansky's mm. favorite player, Fred McGriff, couldn't have hit 
seven home runs in August and September of 94 to get to 500 career home runs. And just, I think, I think he should have been in a long time ago and I'm glad that Scott Rowland got in, uh, you know, being a guy from the Midwest. I liked Rowland when he was a Cardinal. I liked him when he was a Philly, but uh, you know, it's good to see him get in. And then uh, some real quick. So an, another couple of names on the, the list that were inducted today, uh, Pat Hughes, was the Ford Frick award winner for broadcaster uh, or, you know, media broadcast. And then John Lowe got the uh, career excellence award and was inducted. And then Carl Erskine was uh, the Buck O'Neill lifetime achievement Mm -hmm. award winner. So those three guys go in with uh, Fred McGriff and Scott Rowland. And I brought that up because, and not really, because of this, but that ties in with it is uh, next year, uh, Adrian Beltre will be eligible for the Hall of Fame. Mm, mm, mm. And yeah, you got to think he's going to get I mean, in, right? I don't think there's going to be even a question. And uh, man, Fred McGriff, are you kidding me? You know, like, come on, man. There, there's not even a. I don't even understand it. I, if the guy led the league in home runs multiple times, was. Um, you know, a great world power hitter, world, world champ, champion. yeah, yep, yep. I mean, there's nothing there, there was, there's absolutely nothing to me that 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 it is what it is, man. I mean, this happens. Uh, I I'm glad he's probably, in there. yeah, I'm glad yeah, he's we in could there. probably we could probably go down the list of different guys who did not, you know, who didn't make the hall of fame uh early enough so so we can digress but congrats to both of those guys and good on the a... players committee for getting it right with mcgriff right and and also scott Rowland, uh a guy i was concerned might not get in but when you watched during his era he was the best third baseman for the bulk of his career um on two so... really good teams between the phillies and the cardinals I mean, he was a yeah. prime player on two teams that were really good and a, and a big part of why the St. Louis Cardinals won a championship in 06. Yeah, it's funny because, like, to me, the players like that, you don't have to look at stats. You don't have to look at all-star games. You don't even have to really look at championships won. You just remember that they were the best <laughs> They were the best. Well, players. Yeah, absolutely, and I think McGriff, you know, too, I mean – like, yeah, like, what, if, how do you not? Uh, if, how do you in? put? How do you put Frank Thomas in the Hall of Fame and not have Fred McGriff? Right. Oh, come on. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I mean, yeah. I, and I don't hate Fred, or I'm not. That's not even me hating on Frank Thomas. No. That's me like saying these were the same guy. You know, they were yeah. leading the league in home runs. They were leading the league in RBIs. They had huge ops. They were, you know, you know, it's like those funny things where everybody, like, if you know, you lead the league in RBIs, you have a big time batting average. You know, like those ops and ops plus and and runs created numbers. Those are all high too because you're a good player. Yeah. No, I I, I agree. I agree. Um, really, not much that you could say that to me that that. You couldn't convince me that these guys shouldn't be in. So let's move on to the Rangers. So American League leading West, uh, Texas Rangers with three games over Houston. So through this homestand, they pick up a game uh, on Houston out of the all-star break, come out of it seven and two. Um, You know, they lose a series against the Dodgers. But in reality, we kind of spoke off air about like, look, if they'd have dropped one to Tampa and won one against L.A. and they'd have won all three of these series, we're all just excited. No one even, no one, you know, no one's even talking about 
what up or down or, or being down on the Rangers, but uh, that, that LA series was really a hard fought series and really came down to game one, as far as I was concerned. But, well, yeah, like um, you were talking about, and we'll talk about this probably when we talk about the box scores, uh, you mm-hmm. know, the game, game three went to the Rangers game two went to the Dodgers and game one was kind of a toss up and the Dodgers kind of ran away with it late in the late innings, but that was a ball game for the first seven. And then, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, even eight because the Rangers had the tying run at the plate in the eighth inning with, with Young and Heim coming to the plate. So, uh, you know, they had they had chances and it was a ball game all the way up until the bottom of the eighth inning there. So, uh, you know, this was a fun series and it wasn't like, you know, I think the 16 to three game kind of gets blown out of proportion a little bit. And, uh, you, you know, but it is what it is because you know that was a night where the the Astros uh, couldn't hang on and beat the the uh, A's. Yeah, yeah, and in that game, I mean, remember the Rangers um, put put a position player out there to pitch, so it it did get ugh, a little bit boarded. Right, that guy. Yeah, ugh, yeah, it got a little. Yeah, it got a little bloated. Uh, Brad so, Miller's had some chances to play these last couple of days. And, uh, you know, I mean, he, he wasn't awful pitching, but like Brad Miller throwing the ball, getting some hits yesterday in yesterday's game. I mean, do we have an Otani situation going on with Brad Miller? Oh, heck no. No. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we sure, we sure don't. But um, no. So Rangers leading by three. Uh, I think the big news coming out of this LA series though, is that Seager, and um, Adolis Garcia both uh, get hurt in that Banged series. Up a Gosh, little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Garcia's even got a got a got some padding on that elbow, and still uh, came came out of the game, and he missed the game uh, yesterday. Obviously, we want to see Seager um, healthy with this team because he is a he's almost like an engine. But one of the things that we know about this Rangers team. And we kind of talked about uh, when our in our midseason awards. You know, Marcus Simeon is the what was his what what did he win the uh, the heartbeat of the team? The heart and soul, yeah. The heart the heart and soul of the team is still there. Well, and you know, we, one thing with him was it was like the day after Seager goes on the DL, his first at bat after Seager goes on the DL is a, an upper tanker mm-hmm. to give the Rangers a lead. Now it that yep. didn't work out that way. But that was Simeon right there off the bat. The moment that Seager went down, he, he's like almost like letting you know, like, hey, I'm going to step up here and be the, mm-hmm. be that guy for a little bit. And but but anyways, that I mean, it, you know, it's it's a tough break, and I think Garcia's kind of day to day. I would uh, not be shocked to see him in the lineup tonight. But then I also wouldn't be shocked if he wasn't in the lineup tonight. Um, and you know. If Garcia goes to the DL, the probably the probable call up there is going to be Evan Carter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's the ready? most. I mean, he's the most ready to be an everyday outfielder in the big leagues, even though he's twenty years old. Yeah, and are we ready to see the major league debut? I've, I've been Evan ready. Carter? I've been I've been ready since April. Jankowski's yeah. kind of kept us from seeing. <laughs> Jankowski yeah, and Duran have kind of kept us from seeing this, but I mean, we were stoked on it in April. Whenever you know Grossman went into his slump for a little while, but uh, you know, I'm glad that it didn't 
turn out that way and that everything's worked out the way that it has this season. But yeah, I mean, that, that was, a, a that's probably the possible, that's probably the guy that gets called up if Garcia goes on the DL. Because yeah, yeah. you can't call Sam Huff, Huff up again. He's already up. Yeah, yeah. I, I would <laughs> love to, and, and we and we would love to see it. Um, so another interesting call up, send downs. Um, no surprise, Glenn Otto gets sent down. And honestly, no surprise either with uh, Grant Anderson. Yeah, um, Grant, Grant Anderson, Anderson struggled a little bit. Not, And I don't even think it was really, and, and Boach even said that it wasn't performance-based with Grant Anderson. It was the fact that they needed arms. Mm-hmm. They needed arms, and he pitched, you know, pretty much four innings, almost five innings in three days or four days. So, Anderson well, it may not be the last. Uh, may not yeah. be the last time we see Anderson this year no, with the big well, league squad. Well, and and you know, Anderson may be one of those guys. Like I think we talked about this that uh, may go, you know, the other direction if they go get a bullpen arm because he's got a lot of upside. Yeah, and and he's. Yeah, there's a lot to like about him, and he would be a very attractive uh, uh, piece for another team. Otto, on the other hand, I uh, think you know, Otto the, is one is of those the... guys where he's very he's still intriguing because he's got a good live arm. Um, he's just, Anderson is the, he, he's him and Anderson are you know similar. They've got good live arms, but Otto's performance at the big league level hasn't been what Anderson has or Anderson's has been this season, but he's shown it in the past. So, I mean, you know, he's coming off of an injury, so I just don't know what the plan is for Otto. Um, I like Glenn Otto. I think that he's a guy that could be a big leaguer. It's just, you know, maybe he's still a year off from being, you know, like kind of where Dane Dunning was last year, uh, where he was, you know, he's, he hit, points where he struggled as well so i'm not sure but anyways the, the guys coming up coming back are owen white and yeri rodriguez and yeri got beat up a little bit on saturday on his first day up but uh joined the club on saturday because everybody got beat up and uh you know owen white may make a start this week in houston yeah i i, I look forward to seeing owen white uh and, and i think you're right i think he's going to get a start and I also think that, and, they, and again, I'm probably a little more pessimistic about Otto. I think he's going to end up, him and Howard are probably going to end up going the route of Taylor Hearn. But um, And that could be. I, I'm not saying that that's not uh, possible, too. Uh, I just, you know, and again, Taylor Hearn, Glenn Otto, uh, Spencer Howard, all three of those guys have struggled enough in the last year that they all three may clear waivers and just end up being outright and right to round rock. Yeah, but also the point the, the point I was trying to get to is just that I would I would much rather see Owen White, Cody Bradford, Yuri Rodriguez, um, Alex Spees. Like I, these are the guys I want to see on the losing side of the bullpen uh, or the when the when they're up big. These are the guys I feel like can they can benefit from the major oh, league experience. I, 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 I get it. I'm just not and, just ready to give up arms just to give them well, up. And, and I think that these guys are really part of your, are part of the big future. And I, I think right now the, the MLB time that they can get is invaluable um, more so than guys that I really think we kind of know kind of who they are at this point and um, don't want to see them getting that time that I think some of these guys that we, we really need to know a little more about. That That's kind of my stance on it. Um, Nate Eovaldi's going to get skipped in his 
uh, in his rotation start, which kind of kind of segues back to the Owen White, maybe even Cody Bradford. Yeah, one of those guys is going to start on Tuesday, tomorrow. One of those guys is going to yeah. either be Owen White or Cody Bradford. Well, and you even brought up off air, too, that, that Heaney might even get skipped for a start. Well, and the, um, yeah, maybe both of those guys make starts this this mm-hmm. week against Houston. Um, I I don't think that um, Bochy's uncomfortable with throwing both of those guys this week. Mm-hmm. This week, I also don't see a problem with getting Ivaldi and Heaney extra rest because you know if he, if he skips Wednesday, that means he gets Thursday off too, and then you know he's got extra rest. So two full days off gives him six full for his uh, in-between starts. Um, I think Ivaldi, I mean, I know a lot of people are kind of freaking out because they're like, oh, this is a big series against Houston. And, I mean, they're putting way too much emphasis on three games that, I Mm -hmm. mean, you know, the Rangers have proven all year that they can win with lots of different lineups and lots of different start, you know, and different starting pitchers. So uh, I'm not I'm not like end of the world type stuff when it comes to Ivaldi uh, um, being skipped in the rotation because I know that he's within about 30 innings of his career high in innings and man we need this guy in October not in August mm-hmm. and and if it means that you don't throw him against your division rival. And at the end of July, then so be it. Right. And and I think you can't be emotional right now. This is, you just came off of a huge uh, homestand. And I think, I think it's a great move to get those two guys, a couple of starts uh, in some pressure situations, get them the experience. I mean, think about the experience these guys will be getting. You're getting division rivalry in the middle of a pennant, I guess, do we call it pennant races anymore? But in the middle of division a playoff, plus division, yeah, whatever division, chase. division battle or playoff battle, like where baseball really matters. I think these are invaluable innings for these guys. And I think it, it does nothing to hurt the Rangers. If they struggle a little bit in this Houston series, I know that the, the, obviously our knee jerk fans are going to think it's into the world, but I also don't think that, it's necessarily a given that the Rangers will struggle. Um, they just, just had because, heart all year. Yeah, just, just because White or Bradford is out there doesn't mean that they have any better better or worse chance, in my opinion, of beating the Astros than Ivaldi. Because, like we always talk about, it's literally about the starting pitch and getting to the bullpen, and every night is about that bullpen. So um, finally, uh, we kind of made mention eight and two, oh, seven sorry, and two, seven sorry. and two. Yeah, that was my fault. I wrote, I wrote eight. Pat uh, fingers. I shouldn't have even said it. I knew it. But uh, seven and two since the All Star break. I don't think anybody would have complained if this was the. If this is how we came out. Um, you know, nothing to complain about there. And uh, the Rangers really just looking like contenders. And speaking of contenders, um, Big Angel Camacho is going to be contending for that Trinity River Heritage title on Friday night against Big Damo. It has finally arrived. We are finally here. Ultra Violet Dreamers. Yeah, this and is man, the I can't tell you. I can't tell you how excited I am to, to, to get out there and uh, actually got the day off of work that day. 
So uh, I got to do a quick errand in the morning to get my our our Texas driver's license. But we are going to be free for the rest of the day, and it's going to be a blast. And the the twenty five pound animal is going to be out there in full effect. So we're, we're really excited about this show. I'm excited. You're excited. Why don't you tell them a little bit more? Well, about, first of uh, all, what I they mean, can expect. I'm excited to have 110% of the manimal in the house. <laughs> that's a big, that's a big deal for me. And, uh, but second of all, uh, ultraviolet dreamers is almost here. It is Monday. The show is on Friday. You need to get your tickets now. So I would, I would, uh, go to Eventbrite, get the, just search, uh, Matt war pro and you will find the tickets, get you a couple of them and show up Friday night because it's going to be a big time. All of the Matt Warp st- Pro Stars are going to be there. We've got Angel Camacho versus Damon McCullough for the Matt War Pro Trinity Heritage Ri- Trinity River Heritage Championship. Uh, I'll be in the house. Brick Savage will be in the house. You know who won't be in the house, though? Brent McKenzie and Franco D'Angelo because those dudes got suspended because, well, they're, they're jerks. That's really why. Yep. And uh, yep. you know what? We're going to have a big time. Uh, Starry's Ice Cream is going to be out there with – with the, all of their delicious ice cream. Martin mm. House Brewing is going to be there with the beer. And out back, we're going to have the battle of the century, the battle of the 2000s, the battle of the 2020s, as far back as you can go, as far forward as you will go, the hamburger versus the hot dog. Come on mm. out for Big Dogs, Hot Dogs, Kelly's Onion Burgers for the hamburgers, and uh, enjoy a big show with a lot of great people involved and uh, a lot of great people that are going to be uh, taking care of you, uh, your food, your drinks, and your ice cream. So join us Friday, July 28th, which is this Friday, Ultraviolet Dreamers, Southside Preservation Hall, just a stone's throw away from downtown Fort Worth. Just a stone's throw south. Stone's throw south. Yep, yep. So um, I wish I could have a good speaking of throwing stones um, segue. Well, I guess we could. Brad Miller was throwing stones out there on uh, on Saturday night. Poor Brad Miller, yeah, like. The Rangers were not very good at any point during that game. Saturday afternoon. Brad Miller, uh, up until Saturday, hadn't played like in a big league game until since like May 9th or something like that. And his call was not to go up to the plate and get mm-hmm. get innings. Uh, he, his call was to be the second Miller of the game to pitch. <laughs> and uh, you know what? He gave up some runs, no doubt. But eh, it is what it is. Uh, everybody that pitched for the Rangers – Gave up some runs, so it wasn't yeah, like it was. Much. It wasn't like he was any different than anybody else. Uh, uh, Yeri tried to not give up some runs, but then when they sent him out there for a third inning, it didn't go well, and Brad Miller gave up all them, all those, uh, all those back, and uh, ended up with six runs there late in the game. But it was already ten to three, and it didn't look like the Rangers had a whole lot going on that that whole day. Um, but honestly, like a me and you were talking about this off the air that like, if I'd have told you that uh, Dane Dunning enters the rotation uh, in the middle of April, or I mean, at the end of April and it's July 22nd before Dunning has a start that lasts less than five innings. Mm-hmm. I think we'd all taken that. Right. But, well, but it's it, a, it, Dane Dunning has got a 3.18. Hey, let me cut in on you here. Let's not pretend like Dane Dunning has not been the second best pitcher on this team this year. Yeah, I'd agree. 
let's not pretend like like he came in and made the save. I want to say twice when Jacob Degrom couldn't finish a game. He was stellar out of the bullpen. Didn't complain. Just went out there and did what they asked him to do. And then when he moved into the starting rotation, he did. He went out there and was the second best pitcher on this team. And no offense, sorry, John Gray. John Gray has had some outings that were better than any of Dunning's outings have been, but consistency-wise, Dane Dunning has been really the best thing that has happened to this pitching staff outside of Nathan Eovaldi all year long. So yeah. for him to have a rough outing, hey man, like no complaints. And none, neither happens. one of us would have neither one of us would have would have saw this coming. Um, we're all just happy it's happening. I will I will say one real bright spot for a day where it was it was just a, a big pile in the middle of the field was, was Yerry Rodriguez's five strikeouts. Okay. So you're seeing yeah. swing and miss stuff from Yerry, which you didn't see as much of that the first time around. And uh, he gave up some runs, but I mean, he's not exactly a guy that you're relying on for three innings very often. You know, normally, sure, normally sure. it's yeah. one. Glenn so, Otto really. Uh, Glenn Otto was a real letdown. Yeah, and you know a lot, and a lot of it happened with two two strikes for him too, which is which yeah. is really disappointing. Eight um, base runners in in two innings. Yeah, it it was disappointing, and uh, you know you you want better from that from Otto, and you want him to be better because you know when they send him <laughs> back down to AAA, he's going to dominate down there. Yeah. And he's going to yeah. be, and he, and you're going to have, like, you're going to be like, oh, man, I think he's right. I think he's right. Let's get him another mm-hmm. chance. And and, mm-hmm. and kind of that Don't same thing happens in the big leagues. But that was a real bright spot for uh, um, the bullpen was Rodriguez's 5Ks. Um, and then, it, like we talked about <laughs> early in the show, the, the Simeon upper tanker to start the game. Um but other than that, there wasn't a ton there. Well, Nate, Nate the old Lowe Josh a, Young, the old Josh Young has a great game when the Rangers get blown out. That's happened like three times this year. No, it does happen. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> poor guy. Some, sometimes, sometimes you get to join in on the the RBI party, and sometimes you don't. You know, I mean, because uh, I want to say he had a two home run game where the Rangers lost like a heartbreaker. I mean, yeah, it was like- that Diamondback game. I remember that where they had came way back and Young had a huge day. And then all of a sudden they're <laughs> down by, they're like, it's like 12, six. And yeah. you're like, damn, it's like, you're going to waste a day where we had six runs. Yeah. yeah, but it was, it was rough. It was rough from pretty much the get go. Um, but they did have the one, nothing lead on that uh, semi and upper, upper decker that he hit. Um, but you know, it, it goes up from here. The show goes up from here. And, yeah. you know, when you look at Otto struggling, you look at, uh, um, the pitching staff struggling a little bit and Brad Miller, uh, good on him for killing two innings for him. And he did have, a he did have, uh, he did only just give up the one home run, I guess, if I can say anything good about it. Oh, only the, only and, the one home yeah, run. Yeah. I mean, it, it some walks. I mean, but I wasn't expecting Brad Miller to have real good command of the strike zone. Yeah. It wasn't some, but, but anyways, uh, when you, when you see a, a box score like this, you're, you're definitely looking at that triple a lineup and scorecard and seeing who's ready to come up here and help them out. And, you know, we, we normally try and take care of that by, oh. by, uh, letting everybody know that, uh, 
who the guys at the minor league level are. And wow. uh, we call that thing down on the farm with the boys. Yes, yes. This is our exclusive content where we cover all things Rangers, farm system, triple A, double A, single A, low A, Dominican Summer League, Arizona Complex League. Uh, we got the California Penal League on there. Uh, all mm. things. There's this kid out there in the penal league. He's got a big <laughs> arm. Watch out for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think he has some entrance music and everything. His name but, is uh, Vaughn. Yeah, yeah. A kid named Vaughn out there. But uh, yeah. yeah, so we cover all the news, all the highlights, box scores, call ups, send downs, uh, you name it. A lot going on. Lots of moving and shaking at this time of the year with the Rangers and probably more to come with this trade deadline coming up. Uh, but for $1.99 a month, you can make our podcast your one-stop shop for all things Rangers organization-wide. So go to our Spotify page or our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com, and subscribe today. All right, let's get to the fun box score and preview this. It didn't start off so fun, did it? <sighs> That's what's been the kind of the name of the game with this team ooh, uh, ooh, after man. second and, half, right? And let's be honest, yeah, like, I mean – like the the knee jerk was there the moment that first inning happened and Marty Perez who had been struggling a little bit gives up that slam and mm-hmm. it's like all you can think in your head is like oh here we go again yeah especially after yes of the day uh, before yeah. yeah yeah and you're thinking here we go again but the Rangers I mean they get a couple in the bottom half of the first to get themselves right back in that thing Perez goes out there and has a shutdown inning in the second. And the Rangers come back and take that lead in the in the bottom half of the second. And in the top of the third, it was really the Dodgers had second and third, nobody out. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Excuse my language. But you were. But you, 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 uh, um, you're thinking two seconds, here it goes. They just came back and got this cat the lead. And now he's going to yep. go out there and he's going to blow it. And, man, I mean, just a great job working around that. Freddie Freeman was not willing to test the great arm of Josh Smith in left field. So uh, the, the Dodgers came away with that, came out of that without anything without anything doing. And, man, I thought that was a really big moment for, for Martin Perez and, like, a real game-changing moment for the pitching staff because, I mean, that could have been ugly and it could have been, you know, five or six – to four, you know, five or six to five right there. And you're thinking, man, here we go again. But, you know, and you're getting into that bullpen early and it's going to be Owen White who's, you know, sure he's sure he's down for a bar fight, but this is the Dodgers. Yeah. You know, I mean, this ain't, this ain't the Oklahoma City Dodgers. This is the L.A. Dodgers. Um, but anyways, uh, after that third, the Rangers get him a couple of more on a Tavares double. Um, and then, man, they blank them all the way through the rest of the thing, and uh, Rangers add on a little bit and uh, end up taking this thing eight to four. Yeah, and big game from Roberto, Roberto, from Ezekiel Duran. Uh, I'm thinking about the boxer. But, uh, no, big game from Zeke Duran. Um, you know, had the double, couple of RBI. Just, I, I think the Rangers did what did what they had to do. And, and also, you know, um, 
hats off to to our guy Brad Miller who man I uh, mean also a contributor today. like I said like I said a couple of hits today a couple of big innings out of the bullpen yesterday I mean this is everything the Rangers had envisioned whenever they signed Matt Davidson a couple of years ago oh jeez well <laughs> you know I think the 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 part about this win that was really the all the more sweet is the fact that you you got Martin Perez out there who's a who's a dog at home you know he 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 protects the home field and the team looked like oh man like you know no Garcia no Seager got our struggling got a struggling starting pitcher out there you go down in the hole yeah yeah you go down with a grand slam and then to not give up a single run after that um to get to kind of wiggle your way out of some out of some tough situations in those powder blues and the bullpen comes out and does uh, does their job. I mean, everybody out of the bullpen was fantastic today. I mean, obviously. Well, and that's Chapman's- how you wanted to set up, right? Right there, like right now. Yeah. I mean, that's yep. how you wanted to set up Burke, Chapman, mm-hmm. Smith down the stretch. And that's now, how big the- was it that uh, Perez got through that sixth inning? Yeah, I thought it was really huge because, I mean, you're talking about a guy that at, at the beginning of the game, I mean, he was he was not close. I mean, like mm-hmm. it was like he was not close. And then whenever he had to throw a strike, it was just middle, middle getting teed off on in that first inning. And then mm-hmm. for him to, you know, put it back together and give them a quality outing, I think, uh, you know, as much hate as he's getting right now uh, from Ranger fans on, on Twitter, man, Martin Perez. There's nothing wrong with what he did today. He's the first Ranger pitcher, I think, in the history of them being at least being in Texas to ever give up a top of the first Grand Slam and win the game. Yeah, that's that's pretty impressive. And just really, this was just a scrappy ball game today. I mean, uh, you know, Jankowski gets his 15th stolen base. I mean, uh, just little the guy, the stuff that he does. Everybody that, contributed today. Yeah, too. yeah. Low had the low with the RBI. I mean, it just, again, it was kind of one of those pull together to show you the kind of heart this team has that they they went out there with, you know, kind of down, down a couple of guys and with one of their struggling guys on the plate or on the mound and they go out and they win. And so again, just, and it's not like, it's not like LA was sitting any of their guys. I mean, no, no, this was, Betts was out there. Freeman yeah. was out there. Ranger kid, Freeman pretty much earned about three MVP votes. Dude, hey, man, like, glad to see him get out. Shout out, out, shout out to Brock Burke for getting him out today for like the, what felt like the first time of the series. Golly, man. Yeah. yeah, he he was just brutal this series. Uh, but Mookie was pretty awesome as well. So, uh, my Ranger, Rangers fans got their money's worth from this. And, and Chapman and Smith were fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. So the, you know, hey yeah. Rangers, they get out of there today. They get out of there yesterday with a win, and they're on today to Houston. Yep. And uh, you know, I mean, you, you seven seven and two homestand, man. I mean, you can't complain about that. I don't care if they lose a series out of it or not. Seven and two homestand. Yep. I yep. mean, I was still going to be happy with a six and three, and come on here and make a bunch of excuses if they did lose today. So. Or yesterday, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so for them to win and and, and get kind of off the the schneid there, and uh, you know they needed that W because uh, you know the Astros are keeping pace and they were you know in a stretch where they were playing the the Rockies, Angels, and uh, A's. The the Rangers were able to make up one full game in the standings. 
Yeah. So John Gray goes uh, goes to goes today against Beal Belak. Uh, yeah, Brandon Belak. Brandon um, Belak. He's going to be making his thirteenth start of the year. Uh, you know, he's a guy that he gives up some hits, and if you can put together some some stretches of hitting together, you can score some runs against him. And uh, you know. I can see this thing being a fun game tomorrow with Gray and Belak, um, and uh, get some good pitching out of that thing. But you know, you know how it is. You, when you go down to Houston, it's always a crapshoot because they play in that little baby stadium with the left field mm-hmm. and the, in right field. They're so it's so close. Yeah, you know I mean, yep. anything can happen. You get one up in the air to left field, and the next yep. thing you know, it's three nothing. Yep. Yep. Well, I think that's all we got for you guys uh, today. We're uh, looking forward to this big series. Um, if you got, if you don't got anything else, I'll go ahead and close this out of here. Yeah, we'll be back tomorrow to talk about today, and we'll preview. I don't know. We may have to do a show on on Wednesday just because it's the Astros. Who knows? We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We're a little behind on our down on the farm shows as well, so we probably sneak on there at least some sometime this week for that. So uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. We are Texas Rangers with the boys. Follow us on social media, TX Rangers WTB, or our website, Texas Rangers with the boys.com. Oh. Yeah. And then don't forget to subscribe to our exclusive content down on the farm with the boys, our minor league show, $1.99 a month. And thanks again for tuning in. We will catch up with you guys tomorrow and uh, cover this huge first game of this Houston series. But for now, this is Texas Rangers with the boys, and we are signing out.